I'm not going to call you a loser if you don't join me. But I know one thing. I've seen enough red flags to say I'm not going to allow this to happen again. I'm not going to be reactive again to another Kevin McCarthy, this one holding a Bible. I'm going to be proactive, and I'm going to get rid of this trash before it gets too stinky. I had a lot of high hopes for him too. But after last night's vote, I know for sure, after this whole week, talk simping for Ukraine, talking about they're on the right side of history, we must crush Russia, blah, 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 blah. And now this? And now this? I'm just done. I'm not going to sit back and be put out to dry again by another pile of trash who just lies to America. And you want to know what? Actions speak a heck of a lot louder than words. So we're going to get down to it today, ladies and gentlemen. And you want to know what? I started out yesterday with a pile of trash named Pierce Morgan, and I've got more to show you about that pile of trash. We're putting the trash out, ladies and gentlemen. The garbage man is coming to collect. Now, this time I want to show you this Pierce Morgan video where he's completely lying um, and melting down about Alex Jones. He's melting down that Alex Jones is back on Twitter. Nobody can, nobody can take it, right? We've got all the people that were banned and censored back. The only one who's not is me. I'm not back. They didn't give me all my profiles back, but I don't need them because you threw us to the wolves, and now we've all come back, the leader of the pack. I want to play this video for you where Pierce Morgan was debating this guy, Zuby Music. Now, I follow Zuby. He's got a podcast. He is a rapper. He's got good music. I like the guy. He really is um, very much on the right side of politics. So he was invited on to Pierce Morgan's show and literally said exactly what needed to be said. But, of course, Pierce Morgan, being a Brit, doesn't get it. I'm in the studio by my pack, the rapper and broadcaster, podcaster, Zuby, broadcaster as well, talk TV contributor and family lawyer, Paul and Ron Adrian, and the journalist and former newspaper editor, Emily Sheffield. Welcome to all of you. Zuby, you think I'm a flaming hypocrite about free speech because I want Alex Jones to be continually banned from X. Why am I a hypocrite? Do you support freedom of speech? Yes. So how do you reconcile that? All free speech, even in America which has probably the finest protection of free speech in the world with the First Amendment, has a number of things which are excluded, Mm -hmm. including defamation. He was just found guilty by several courts of the most egregious defamation in modern American history. And it was because he targeted, for years, the poor families of the Sandy Hook children Mm -hmm. who were massacred in that school shooting. And he has not paid a dime to those families of the $1.2 billion he's supposed to be paying. That's a and lie. It's an absolute disgrace. That's a and lie. I agree with what Elon Musk said a year ago, mm-hmm. which is anyone that seeks to benefit or gain from the deaths of children for personal gain or fame or whatever should not be allowed on X. Now he's changed his mind. I think he's being hypocritical, not me. Mm-hmm. All right, I want to stop real quick and we'll go right back to Zuby's answer on that. But he's already lying. I can tell you for a matter of fact, I know... For a matter of fact, with my own two earballs and eyeballs, I know for a fact that a portion of everything that Alex Jones makes is garnished from the federal government right away, or from the courts, I should say, from the courts to give to those families. He's paying more of a percentage of money than he's making for himself to these families already. So that is a lie. Pierce Morgan told a lie, and I know that for a fact. Let's see other, what other lies he tells, because he tells a lot through here. The fact that Alex Jones has apologized for that many, many times. We're talking about things that he said. Only when he was facing right. financial oblivion. No, he apologized. No, no. Only no, when he was actually being that. held to account for it. No, prior to that. No, he didn't. 
never apologised prior to that. Another yes, lie. Did. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Only, when he, only yeah. when he was sued. No, no, no. He apologised prior to that. I know no, that as a fact. Listen not to for Joe, what listen, he did. Listen to his uh, uh, Joe Rogan appearance about four years ago. Hmm. He apologised very profusely. But that was after the lawsuits were coming. No, it wasn't. I don't know about that. It was. Anyway, uh, I think if X is going to be a free speech platform, it needs to be a free speech platform. Would you, would you let Nick Fuentes back on? Yes. Absolutely. A white supremacist anti-Semite? Yeah, as long as he doesn't break the rules. Well, those are breaking the rules. No, being having views, having thoughts in your head is not against the law. What about or saying the rules. on his show? If you say things on the platform that violate the platform. And if you rules. promote your show and you say them on your show? Well, if I started spewing white supremacy look, I, stuff I, now I, I, I in think front that, of you, right? <laughs> and I then tweeted a, yes. a link to the show, you'd be mm-hmm. happy with that? I'm not saying I would be happy with it, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't want you banned from X for, the, for that. Really? So I could look down the barrel of this camera and say, I think all black people should mm-hmm. be thrown out of this country. Watch, it, watch how they clip this one. Well, no. OK. So then someone will clip it, right? And I could say that. Yes. And then I could tweet a link mm-hmm. to this show to promote mm-hmm. the show. Yes. And you would think I should stay on X. Yes. I would support your right to free speech. Wow. Yeah. That's not free speech. It's hate speech. No, it's free. Freedom of speech specifically exists to protect views and people espousing views. But there are six different criteria excluded under the First Amendment, Mm -hmm. including child pornography, including defamation, uh, including all sorts of things. You can't famously go into a theatre and shout... That's another lie. That's another lie. That is not excluded from the First Amendment. Show me in the First Amendment, Pierce Morgan, where it says child pornography, screaming and shout fire in a movie theatre, hate speech. Show me in the Constitution where it says that. Not that I agree with any of that. Anyone can say anything. I don't think you can directly call to violence. Right. No, I don't but, think but you can. Alex Jones's words led to direct violent no, confrontations. No, not directly. No, yeah, they not, did. No, that's not. That's not. People were urinated on the kids' graves. That's a lie. Okay. Because they believed that, Alex Jones when he said How, it was a hoax. If someone, which he knew was untrue. What, what do you think is the correct path to redemption? If someone has said something that you, uh, would I think if with. you do what he did for that number of years, mm-hmm. and you have a 1.2 billion dollar award against you, and you don't pay the families one cent. Declare yourself bankrupt to avoid it. You don't get to come back onto a social media platform and start earning money. Well, he does. He's- well, first of all, you don't own a social media platform. Elon Musk does, and he put him on there. So it's none of your business, moron, number one. Number two, that lawsuit did come after he apologized many, many times. And I even have the podcast on Joe Rogan where I'm about to show you. Number three, it came out in court, in court transcripts, Pierce Morgan, since you're such a journalist, since you're such a reporter. It came out in court transcripts that nobody was urinating on the dead, on the graves of those children. It never happened. It was all a lie. It was all propaganda. All of this stuff is lie. And then he says, well, Alex Jones, the stuff, stuff he said led to violence. Oh, well, oh, well. I'm not going to be responsible for something that I say and somebody else does. It's exactly what they're trying to get Donald Trump on right now. He doesn't know the first thing about the First Amendment, and that's why he's a Brit scumbag. I am so sick of people lying, and today is trash day, ladies and gentlemen. Now let's go to Alex Jones. When he was even talking about this on the, um, the Joe Rogan podcast. Go back to this. A lot of people think that you were banned from Twitter because of something to do with Sandy Hook. And Elon clarified that the reason you were banned from Twitter had to do with that sniveling worm Oliver Darcy. Nothing to do with Sandy Hook. But the actual reason for sending him was he he basically insulted a journalist. They deplatformers. Uh, for a bunch of made-up crazy stuff. The last thing was Oliver Darcy. Later, before they ever sued me, 
they were saying, I'm the Sandy Hook guy, and I'm attacking the families and sending people to their houses, and none of it was true, and no one was even going to their houses, and people are peeing on graves, and none of it was true. None of that was even shown in court. They were allowed to just get up and say it with no evidence because I was already found guilty. Right. And so I started saying, hey, I think it happened. I'd already said that, by the way. I, I did an apology to her on Joe Rogan and Patrick Ben David before I even got sued and said, hey, here I am years ago saying I think it happened. And they said, oh, now you admit you lied and did it for money. This was strategic Democratic Party PR firm operation. Um, a lot of people. So there you go right there. And, and he's exactly right. You can go back and you can see the apology tour that he was on before the lawsuits even came. Now, did he know the lawsuits were going to come? Probably. Is that why he apologized? Probably. I would have never apologized to anybody. I would have never said anything to anybody. I would have said I was acting with the information that I had at the time. You guys are all liars. The FBI is a terrorist organization that has been entrapping people for decades. The CIA is a government-toppling terrorist organization. The DOJ is a corrupt institution along with the FBI. And the NSA is a bunch of uh, Fourth Amendment breaking uh, law-breaking losers. So, yeah. With all the evidence that I had at that time and all of my wisdom and what this federal government is, does, and continues to do to we the people, but we sit back and let them do it for some reason. Yeah, I gave my best analysis with the best information that I had at that time. Eat my shorts. Oh, well. Apology tour is done. Taking out the trash is here, ladies and gentlemen, and we are only just beginning. So thank you for joining me today. We've got 3,300 people watching live. I'm very surprised we only have 3,300 people watching live. Do me a favor, share the video out, get it out to your friends and family, hit that thumbs up button, and let's go to the Lord in prayer. Now, a lot of people will say, oh, you're not being very Christian, Jeremy. A Christian would not talk about taking out the trash like this. A Christian would not talk about standing up and calling these people this, that, and the other, and liars, and dens of thieves, and this, that, and the other. Eh wrong. Christians are not allowed, or Christians don't just sit there and let people roll all over them as well. December 15th, that cry of your heart is prayer. I'm eager to answer. Intentionally release all of your worries into my care and my keeping. Then rest in the knowledge that I am taking care of you and all that concerns you. As you trustingly relax in my presence, Find refreshment in the refuge of my everlasting arms. Deuteronomy 33:27. The eternal God is your refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms. And Mark 9:24. Immediately the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. And before you turn out the light tonight, decide on how you can symbolize leaving your worries with me. And then do this very thing. We talked a lot this morning about stuff that's actually well connected with what I just read. So ladies and gentlemen, please cast all of your worries on God. Do what you are supposed to do and what you're created to do every single day. Continue to convict yourself. Continue to act like Jesus as much as you possibly can. Helping people, being kind and patient. And as a matter of fact, do this. Last night, I was playing Santa's Village with my daughter. We were building all like the little, you know, we have all the little Santa's Village stuff, all the little toy houses and the trees. And I was playing Santa and I was making sure that I was, when I came to the village, I was talking to the kids about baby Jesus and why Santa's bringing the presents, you know what I mean? So that my, my daughter completely understands what Christmas is all about. And then as I was talking to her and her little uh, uh, toys as Santa, I said, now, Lily, what would you like for Christmas? And do you know what my 
seven-year-old daughter said to me, actually six-year-old daughter, she said to me, Daddy, I want the nine fruits of the Spirit. What? Six years old, and my daughter looks at me and says, Daddy, for Christmas, I want the nine fruits of the Spirit. That's what we should pray for. Please bow your heads, ladies and gentlemen, in Jesus' name, and let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. There we go. So, having said that, are you ready? I'm ready for the first and foremost section of the day. I know producer Eli over there is ready for the first and foremost section of the day. And since we're talking about being a day one dictator to go and do put a stop to those people who will not stop unless we put a stop to them. Ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you right now, you are going to want to go to fourpatriots.com. Fourpatriots.com, the number fourpatriots.com, folks. I want you to see that new Patriot Power Generator there on the top of your screen with the expansion pack. This right here will make sure that you are completely autonomous. No gas, no loud noises, completely safe in your home to use. You can put it right in the middle of your floor, plug everything that you need into this bad boy and if that thing is fully charged 100% and that expansion pack is on the top ladies and gentlemen you aren't ever going to ever have to rely on uh, the the electric company or the government or anything else to supply you uh, your energy especially when they come and start taking it so here we go folks three days left free Christmas delivery. We're not going to use that promo code. You're going to use code LFA, but you're also going to go to fourpatriots.com, the number fourpatriots.com slash LFA. That'll take you right to our landing page and you can check out all of their Christmas specials today. Fourpatriots.com, fourpatriots.com slash LFA. Also, Another place that you can shop this uh, Christmas for your loved ones or for yourself, something that's actually going to make a difference in your life and not just be thrown away or forgot or sitting in the corner or putting in the garage for the next two years, and that is the EnviroCleanse, the number one air purifying unit in the, on the planet with the best technology to get rid of viruses in the air. Over 90% of viruses, airborne bacteria, and all that stuff that's just floating in the air coming in and out of your house, dead, DOA, the same way that this... Uh, Marxist communist push in America is going to be on day one. So go to ekpure.com today. Get a free air test kit with your purchase. You can even break it up into four payments in order to get this. It will clean anything within a thousand square feet of where it's turned on. ekpure.com. Promo code LFA. Lift up your cups and let's have our first slurp of the day. Look at that. Stretch said they ordered theirs two days ago. By the way, folks, a lot of people are still saying they're having a hard time finding it. Rumble's being clunky. You see that, Eli? Is it really being clunky? Seems like it's working fine for me. That's a better reason to share. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go to the first and foremost section of today. We have breaking news that happened last night that we got to get to right away, and that is what the House of Representatives and the Senate did. Let's get into the House first, and this is why I think Mike's, Mike's got to go. Mike Johnson has to go. 
147 worthless Republicans in the House of Representatives vote to reauthorize the FISA program so that the DOJ and that the FBI can spy on you, me, but more importantly, President Donald J. Trump again before he comes back to the White House. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to go rhino hunting. make you famous well infamous i guess let's get to this story first of all i want to say mike johnson is a weak spined liar he's a hypocrite and i don't want to hear him walking around and touting the bible any longer unless he's actually going to stand up for the people that he's supposed to protect and represent and i believe that allowing this vote to go on the House floor so that the FISA program could be reauthorized right in time to spy on all of us and Donald Trump, right in time for all these cyber attacks that they're planning. That, to me, is a dereliction of duty, and Mike Johnson should be gone just from that alone. Let's not even go back to when he was talking about this week. We've got to do whatever we can to help and save Ukraine. Nope. No one has ever, ever been jailed for the injustice of what the FBI has done to this country. And of course, the FBI is going to just continue to run rampant and hide their illegal acts from the public. According to Representative Eli Crane, FISA 702 is a violation of the Fourth Amendment. It 100% is. Additionally, this bill continues to entangle us in forever wars abroad, and even managed to abandon heroes from northern Arizona, including the Navajo Nation that sacrificed for our country during World War II. According to Representative Matt Rosendell, FISA Section 702 has allowed the FBI to spy on the United States citizen more than 278,000 times without a warrant. Let me say that again, without a warrant. FISA should not be combined with our national defense bill. It is unacceptable that the D.C. cartel and Mike Johnson as Speaker of the House is bypassing regular order to jam members by forcing them to vote on two unrelated bills in one vote. The very reason that we got rid of Kevin McCarthy. The very reason that we got rid of Kevin McCarthy. This is going to allow the FISA court to be abused and used in any which way they want. And it was stuck in that bill with our defense bill. And Mike Johnson allowed it to happen. He's got to go. The NDAA was the, was the, uh, the bill, and it's a bad deal. And here's what they won't tell you. It continues to fund Biden's woke initiative in the military, such as drag shows and indoctrination. It allows taxpayer-funded transgender surgeries. It does nothing to end the radical climate agenda, and it reauthorizes the flawed FISA. Speaker Mike Johnson pulled the GOP-led Judiciary Committee's FISA 702 overhaul bill from the floor, The unconstitutional FISA bill was renewed without changes and stuck into the defense bill. 
Representative Andrew Clyde responded, I'm severely disappointed that members in both parties and both chambers rashly supported the harmful policies of the FISA and FISA reauthorization in this year's NDAA in order to get home early for Christmas. Our military, our nation, our people deserve better. Oh, but you haven't even heard the worst of it yet, ladies and gentlemen. You haven't even heard the worst of it yet. The worst of it is still yet to come. But I want to give you a list. Um, Here is, I'm going to put this in the live chat, okay? I'm also going to put it in the chat below, all right? First off, here is your list of House of Representatives, all 147 of them, in case you needed to know. I just put that in the live chat. Get to sharing this video immediately, ladies and gentlemen. No more playing games. You want to fight? You want to win? You've got to get in the game and you've got to share. So that's just one portion of that disastrous bill. But before we get to the worst portion of that disastrous bill, because it gets worse, folks. It gets worse. Let's talk about the senators, the Republican rhino senators that voted for this bill as well. Representative Boozman from Arizona. Rep, uh, excuse me, Senator Boozman from Arizona. Senator Britt from Alabama. Senator Budd from North Carolina. Senator Capito from West Virginia. Senator Cassidy from Louisiana. Senator Collins from Maine. Senator Cornyn from Texas. Senator Cotton from Arizona. That's right. Senator Crapo from Idaho. Ted Cruz, Lion Ted, voted for this bill. That piece of trash, we're taking you out now too. Representative of Texas, Senator Ernst. I mean, uh, uh, Senator Ernst from Iowa. Senator Fisher from Nebraska. Senator Lindsey Flimsy Graham from South Carolina. Senator Hyde Smith from Mississippi. Senator Kennedy from Louisiana. Senator... Rish from Idaho, Senator Romney from Utah, Senator Rounds from South Dakota, Marco Rubio from Florida, ladies and gentlemen, Marco Rubio from Florida, unbelievable, Tim Scott of South Carolina, Senator Sullivan from, was a, is AK Alaska, no, or is that Arkansas? AK is Alaska, right? Uh, Arkansas. Well, AK, I forget which one that is. Uh, Senator Tillis from North Carolina. Senator Thune from South Dakota. Um, Senator Whitehouse from Rhode Island. Senator Wicker from Mississippi. And Senator Young from Indiana. AR is Arkansas. AK is Alaska. My fault. My my fault. AR is Arkansas. So I got that mixed up when I said... um, when I said that earlier. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Those are your senators who voted for it. Like Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz. Those, I mean, come on. Come on. So I want to go ahead and I want to give the loser award to each and every single one of those senators and each and every single one of those House of Representatives. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. Yes, Bozeman and Cotton are from Arkansas, not Arizona. My fault on that one. 
My fault. I'm just looking at all these different letters and just getting confused with all of them, and I, I apologize. But you get my drip. You got their names. You got their names. Did somebody say Senator Todd? No, Senator Todd is not in there. Nope, Senator Todd was not in there. So somebody said, are we back to square one? Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. We have a weak Speaker of the House who, like I said, is Kevin McCarthy with a Bible. And he's not doing anything, and he should have never allowed this to go on the House floor. Not in a, he should have separated the bills, just like Matt Gates said. And now they're going to be spying on this man all the way through, all the way through the election. So disappointed in Tim Scott, or in, uh, in, in Cotton. I know, Tim Scott as well. Well, ladies and gentlemen, here is the worst part of it. Are you ready for this? In this bill, it gave Congress the power to block any future president from pulling out of NATO. Now do you understand? Now do you understand that they want these forever wars to continue? Now do you understand that they want NATO to run our government? They want those blue hat scumbags to run our government and our nation. That's right, folks. This bill is going to neuter any future president from unilaterally withdrawing from NATO without Senate approval or an act of Congress. This clause is a direct countermeasure against potential actions by Donald Trump, incoming president, who has expressed intentions to reevaluate and reduce the U.S.'s role in NATO when he returns. Quote, NATO has held strong in response to Putin's war in Ukraine and rising challenges around the world, said Kane in a statement. Senator Kane, the Senate's vote today to pass my bipartisan bill to prevent any U.S. president from unilaterally pulling out of NATO reaffirms U.S. support for this crucial alliance that is foundational for our national security. Now how many of you actually want day one dictatorship? How many of you support it now? They have neutered Donald Trump from being able to pull us out of the world's worst alliance, if you ask me. They are going to spy on him throughout his presidency again, and there's nothing he's going to be able to do about it because they just made it law. Well, as soon as Biden signs it, it will be. Now, do you rethink Mike Johnson? Mike Johnson allowed this to happen. Mike Johnson allowed this to happen. You can sit here all you want, and make all the excuses that you want for Mike Johnson. And I said I'd give him a chance until he he did something that I'm not going to give him any more chances. Well, that was this week. That was this week. What did Mike Johnson do? He didn't split up the bills. He allowed the bill to go on the House floor for a vote with all of this stuff crammed into it into a defense bill. And he allowed it to happen. And he didn't separate the bills like Matt Gates literally removed McCarthy for doing or not doing, I should say. That's why. That is why. So we have got to pressure our representatives to get this guy gone as soon as Christmas break is over. Because this right here is treason, if you ask me. 
It's at least treason in my mind because you know damn well what Donald Trump was coming in to do and you're helping neuter him. And this comes off the heels of him meeting with Paul Ryan. You guys don't put all this together? Is literally nobody putting all of this together? Endless wars, can't pull out of NATO, allowed to spy on Trump and all Americans, and all of this happened after Mike Johnson met with Paul Ryan. You tell me. You tell me what you think. I'm going to pull up the rumble check. Am I wrong? I could be wrong. I've been wrong many times. I don't like the smell that's going on in the kitchen right now. How about you? Mike Johnson, typical Christian hypocrite. Amen. Mike Johnson is a liar. Yes, he is. Traitor. Yes, he is. This is insane. Sickening. 100%. We are no longer a sovereign country. Haven't been for quite some time. So who will be next? So sad and disappointing. Sure is. Can Trump repeal the law once he's elected? Not unilaterally, he can't. He's going to have to put pressure on people to do it through Congress again. That's, that's why it's so bad. Mike Benedict Johnson. A- amen. He's no different. He's no different. But we got Here's the problem, folks. Here's the problem. How do we know this unless, it, unless we give the guy the chance? Right? He came in saying all the right things. He came in preaching the Bible, bringing God back in. And then to do what? And then to do what with it? Can this be taken to Supreme Court? No. Executive order wouldn't matter. That the law is to, is stating that he cannot unilaterally do it. Now it is a law that if he does it, he's break, he would be breaking the law. Maybe Trump can say we are not giving any more money to NATO. That might be something. But I think pulling out means also our, our financial, our financial uh, agreement to them as well. But Jeremy, they're all scum. No way we get someone we need speaker that will actually get votes. You're probably right. You're probably right. That's the problem. It is that dirty. It is that corrupt. It is that sick. They all say the right That's right. Eli's right. They all say the right things before they get in because once they're in, so... Now, do you support day one dictatorship? I do, 100%. I don't even care. I, I honestly do not care about the consequences of that happening in America because we're living it every day. Are we not? Are we not living in a dictatorship every day? Where are our individual constitutional rights? Where are they in this constitutional republic? I haven't seen them. I'm done. I'm done with the, I'm done I am done. When I see a red flag from now on, even one, I'm done with people. Because if you don't even have the enough integrity to stay away from the red flags, then you're a pile of trash and you need to go as well. Jeremy, are you sure we're in America? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. 4,100 people watching, ladies and gentlemen. Do me the ever so kind favor. Share this video. Let's move on. I want to play this video. Do I have this pulled up? There we go. This is Steve Bannon yesterday. I agree with, I I am all in with Steve on this one. I am sick and friggin' tired of weak-spined so-called Christians out there who don't do anything to fight for you. The NDA just passed. It just passed. This is Mike Johnson, and don't tell me you're a Christian. I don't want to hear you're a Christian. Don't wear your faith. Don't give me the Bible. I don't hear more Bible verse. When you've allowed the transgender, you've allowed all that garbage, all that tra- demonic trash throughout the defense budget. That you wonder why you wonder why you can't get you wonder why you can't get uh, that you can't get uh, kids, you know, red blooded American boys and girls to get into the military. 
with what you've done in this neo-Marxism and this cultural rot that now you have taxpayers paying for in almost a trillion dollars, and you allowed this to happen, when the commitment, the commitment, if you can't get the majority, the majority doesn't go to the floor of the hazard rule. But you waive that to get this there because you're playing footsie with Mitch McConnell, Schumer, and you're just as bad as the bun guys because you should know better. So I don't need to hear any more biblical review, okay? I saw in action. I 100% agree. Now, in the chat, I've seen from multiple people, well, if you remove Mike Johnson, then Akeem Jeffries goes right in. Oh, well, not going to happen anyway. Oh, well, don't care. What's the difference? What does it matter? (laughs) What does it matter? Same shift, different day. I'd rather rip the Band-Aid off and burn it to the ground and start civil war. Literally dropping people that live in this country, our brothers and sisters, that are of this Marxist, communist ideology. I'll do that any day, rather than playing touch button in the park and continue to get screwed day after day and lied to. At least we'd know what we're looking at. What is the difference? Oh, well, then how came you? Oh, who cares? It's getting down to the point now where it's going to have to be your individual home that sticks up for you regardless, even if that means death. Your individual home, your constitutional republic right to stand up for you and your family and have all the rights you have, it's going to come down to you. It already is. The government isn't there. I called him yesterday and the day before, Parker. What's the difference? Thousands of people need to call. Tens of thousands need to call and say, you're done. You're done. And if you needed another reason to, to say Mike Johnson is done after he unilaterally just stood up and unequivocally said, we support Ukraine, we need to give him money, but we need to have a plan. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this happened in Ukraine last night. And a Ukrainian official... A Ukrainian deputy official walks into a room, detonates a grenade in a council meeting, and kills a person and injures 26 others because Ukraine is collapsing on the inside. And we're going to continue to send money to this? Gonna keep funding that? Putin has claimed victory. Yesterday, Putin claimed victory in Ukraine. He claimed victory. Ukraine is collapsing on the inside because it's not what they claim it to be. It's not a democracy. It is run by a tyrant who is bleeding us dry from our finances 
while the world says, keep paying, keep paying, you're America, you're rich, and Putin's sitting there going, yeah, keep paying, keep paying, keep paying. This is what we're funding in Ukraine. Are you ready for day one dictator now? Because the longer I go in this show, the more you're going to be ready for that day one dictator, President Trump. Because I know a lot of us have said, eh, you know, we don't want to lower ourselves to their standards. If you're not playing on the same field, you're going to lose every single time. Let's see what the LFA audience says. Where was that? That was in Ukraine. For some reason, I do not feel bad. Ray Charles could have seen that coming. We're letting them drain us dry. We are screwed. Trump, take the wheel. Amen. Jesus, take the wheel. How about that? That's even better. Time for a meeting of the states. Time for a lot more than that, I believe, but I think you're right. It's over. Time to fight. I agree. Four years, dictator, somebody said. We're coming for them, though, right? Well, Katie, are you? Are you? Was that, like a, was that like a little dig to say we're not doing anything? Because I'm not, I'm not playing this. I'm not playing these games right now. Yes, I am coming for them. Every single damn one of them until they put a bullet in my head or put me in, the, in some cell somewhere. I am. Are you? I'll do everything I can. I'll put my life on the line every day to take these pieces of shit down. Will you? I do it every day. I put my family on the line every day. I put their lives on the line every day. So yeah, I'm coming for them. I'm not playing this anymore. Are you ready for day one dictator? I am. Mike Johnson, you're the first one we're coming for. You're going to pretend like you're on our side? You lawless pile of trash. All right. I got to take a break before I get, because the next, the next segment is going to be all about Clay Higgins and what he says the FBI is doing to us. Right now though, because I need to, I need to, let me slow down here, Eli. Getting a little bit, I'm getting a little bit heated. Let's talk about one of our partners because God knows that our partners don't want me to flip out like that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, not that there's much left. (laughs) I, I, I even, I'm getting to the point, Eli, where I even hate doing this read because there's not enough money left in people's pockets to buy gold and silver. But if you do have anything left, stop being stupid today. There's your read, Gold Co., I just told the people that are watching the show not to be stupid anymore. If you have anything left and you think you're going to keep it and it's sitting in some 401k or IRA, IRA, you're you're, you're fooling yourselves. Go to goldco.com today. Request a free kit. Talk to somebody. Call somebody. See what they can do for you. Don't be like the rest of us who lost anything we had. My 401k is dead. I think I owe my 401k money now. 855-450-1394. And while you're at it, why don't you invest in a couple of these bad boys? You're going to need these too. Not for wood. Although that's what they're made for. I can promise you you're going to need these bad boys sooner or later. 
TacRightLFA.com. TacRightLFA.com, 50% off your mini assault chainsaws. Because when they, when they try to come and take all the guns, you're going to need everything you can get. It isn't going to get prettier, folks. So arm up and get ready today. TacRightLFA TV, or excuse me, TacRightLFA.com. TacRightLFA.com. Paycheck to paycheck. I hear you, fireball. So am I. Gina says, I've lost 30% of my retirement. I called. They won't let us do it because what? Because we still pay into our 401ks? I have the tack right chainsaw. Good. Good for you. Get, I have two of those bad boys, and I keep them charged. Let me just tell you that. All right, moving on to Clay Higgins. Going back to the, but we're coming for them, right? I believe Clay Higgins is. I like this guy. I hope he doesn't turn out to be like another Chip Roy. So far, so good. Roll it. Potential threat. I'm uh, current status of efforts to identify and add to watch list. How far does this go? That letter was the beginning of a executive action by the TSA to use its authority to instruct uh, America's air marshals to track and follow Trump supporters that have been charged with no crime. They were guilty only of, of arriving by air into D.C. on January 4th, 5th, or 6th. And those, those manifests were turned over to the FBI. The FBI went through those manifests, and every American that they identified, that the FBI identified as a Trump supporter that was on those manifests was added to the FBI's suspected domestic terrorist watch list. The FBI created a profile on those people, a suspected terrorist profile. And then the, the TSA administrator used his authority to instruct the air marshals of America to track those Americans wherever they fly. Which I reported and on. Still today. It's still happening. Yep. This is who our air marshals are following, the Trump supporters. And that letter, signed by Benny Thompson, who was chair of the J6 Select Committee, and signed by John Katko, who at the time was a ranking member. Republican. It means the lead Republican of the Homeland Security Committee, advising the, the Pekoski, the TSA the senior guy to use all of that authority to track Trump supporters that had not been charged with a crime, who were guilty only of arriving in D.C. by air. And every time they fly, they're being tracked. That's right. If they have never been convicted of terrorism, why are they on the terror watch list? It's a violation of the First Amendment. They exercise their First Amendment rights. are being punished for it. It's a violation of the Fourth Amendment. I mean, how many laws does this violate? How many rights does this violate? This is not a free country. You're not a free country where you're tracked by air marshals, by the way, at taxpayer expense. And we're not talking about an insignificant expense. Teams of three air marshals tracing people all over the country, putting, you're putting physical detail onto people. That's That's the most expensive form of surveillance that exists. Let me say, let me clarify. It's very comforting to Americans to think that there's, there might be an air marshal on our, on our flight. Not if they're tracking you for your political beliefs. But not if they're being used for nefarious purposes. The people that are complaining about this are the air marshals themselves. These are the whistleblowers that are coming forward to tell 
a congressman that they felt would pay attention. This has been like going on since January 21. That's right. And you just found out about it. What else is going on that well, we don't know we, about? We don't know, but I'm telling you, we're in uncharted waters as, as it relates to the weaponization of our government against the American people. I am not frightened of these people. I, I've spent my life serving others, and, and I love my country. Amen. This thing is not going to just slip away. They're not going to take us without a fight. Whoa, let's go. I'm going to fight legally and peacefully Until and you- within the parameters of the Constitution that I've sworn to serve. But they're going down. These, these men and their high perch and their, their position of power and authority and a walking upon our entire history, our deepest core principles, they're not going to get away with it. They have so far. We'll see. Woo! They have so far, Laura Logan says. Clay Higgins' answer? We'll see. That's my answer, too. That's my answer, too. So somebody asked me last week. Actually, somebody said to me, you're a fat blowhard. What do you do besides get behind that microphone, get behind that camera, and tell other people what they should do? (laughs) First of all, I've already run circles around you for saying that. I've already run circles around you fighting for my country. I've already been to the border multiple times. I've already been around this country trying to do what I could to get people's voices out there. I've stood in the face of evil. I've laughed in the face of anarchists. I've stood in the gap. And if you think I'm done, wait until 2024. When we come after FEMA camps. When we go to the border and shut it down ourselves. When we come after these scumbags every time they walk out of a restaurant or their homes. No, you see, God was building this company to do just that. And that's always been the playbook. And I am willing to die in the process to make it happen. Not for views, not for likes, and not for stupid donations. Because it's my duty as an American. So that is why all of the people that were like, all of those people that were here for so long, Jeremy, you just banned them from your chat because I'm not taking shit from anybody about any bullcrap that doesn't matter anymore. Not when it comes to fighting for the country anyway. Jeremy, you're swearing an awful lot today. They're words. You don't like it, then you're not going to be fighting for this country. I can guarantee that. You'll be laying down in a fetal position waiting for somebody to save you. I'll deal with, God will deal with me for my language. And these scumbag corrupted officials are going to deal with us for what they've done to us. That's a promise. That is a promise. Joan Q said stupid donations. Really? Really? 
You want to pick that one apart now? I'm saying that as a response to what that person said to me. Not that the donations are stupid. Man, I love the way people pick stuff apart, Eli. Here's something else Clay Higgins says. All those buses that were shipped to D.C. on January 6th, he says they were all FBI assets. They were all FBI assets. Every one of them. All of those buses that got pulled in with Antifa and, 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 and BLM and all of those inside FBI scumbags, he says they were all FBI assets. All those buses that came into Union Station were all FBI assets. He said the FBI and DOJ are still placing innocent Trump supporters on the terror watch list, making it difficult for them to travel when they're all of those white buses... The two buses in the middle here, he's pointing to this picture. They were the first two, uh, two to arrive at Union Station on January 6th at 5 a.m. He says, I have all the evidence, and I'm showing you just the tip of the iceberg because that's all I can show you right now. A ghost vehicle in law enforcement is not an uncommon reference. It's a vehicle that's been purposefully concealed, whereby it's not easy to identify. So no license plate has been painted over from its original color. In this case, that these two buses were totally painted white, like, like a cheap, fast overspray in the middle of the night to cover up all their markings. Those were FBI assets. Time to step back and take a break? No, I disagree. Time to put your uh, foot on the pedal and go faster. That's what I think. Congress knows about these buses, says Bad Moon. Yeah, they do. And I want to know where, I want to see the receipts on how they got there. I want to know who's driving them, what, where they went for gas and everything. I want you guys to research a name for me. Terry Aubrey. I want you to research that name. Now, I can tell you this. You're going to look for about three hours before you come up with something I did. If you guys don't know who Terry Aubrey is, he spent time in federal prison right around uh, 2011. And the reason why he spent time in federal prison around 2011 was because you know that entrapment that the FBI has been doing for decades? You know, like they tried to um, kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer? That was all a PSYOP. That was all a, um, a, a plan by the FBI to entrap people. So Terry Aubrey was one of these people that the FBI goes and they, they basically bring into their fold as an informant and they indoctrinate them and they, and they basically set them up to go and do these terrorist things and then they arrest them or they arrest them ahead of time and say, look, we're doing our job. We're thwarting terrorist attacks that they set up. Now, Aubrey, Terry Aubrey, was one of those guys that the FBI basically kidnapped, brainwashed, indoctrinated into becoming a terrorist cell for them. And he was supposed to be let loose to go do a terrorist act And he came out and he came clean about it. And when he did, the FBI locked him up in prison. I don't even know if he's alive today. Go look it up. 
They've been doing this stuff for decades. They've been doing this for decades. January 6th was an FBI setup. Plain and simple. CIA was involved, and so was the DOJ. All of you are going down for that. And if, it, and if you don't go down here on earth, then you're going to rot in hell for the rest of your lives when you see God. You're all in on that. They've been doing this for decades. They've never been a good institution. You know what? I'm going to take that back. I used to say the once revered and great institution. No, they were built to do this. We have our own states. We don't need a federal police. You're going down whether it be by God's hand or by we the people's hand. And do you want to know why I support day one dictatorship? I'll tell you why. Because I'm going to show you this video. Who authorized what you're about to see? authorize that I want to know somebody in law enforcement authorized that first shot nothing no barriers were broken at that time no windows were broken who authorized the flash grenades and the pepper spray and the stink bombs who authorized that that's who we need to start with that's who we need to shake down That's why I don't care about day one dictatorship. I'm ready for it. They're still coming after us. Folks, I'm expecting a knock at the door any day. I'm expecting the FBI to kick this door down and yank me from these headphones. Any day. The lawless FBI just notified a Blaze journalist, a journalist with the Blaze, Steve Baker, that he will be charged next week for his actions as a reporter at the January 6th protests. Here we are, three years after January 6th. And the Fed surrection that took place on that day, which it is, that did take place. Blaze reporter Steve Baker reported yesterday that he will be charged for his actions for reporting that day. Even reporters aren't safe from this tyrannical regime, folks. So if reporters that were there literally just reporting aren't free, aren't safe, you think I'm going to be? But Jeremy, they already visited you. So? Unbelievable. He said, I made no effort to hide what I was doing on January 6th. I did two different interviews that same day with WUSA and CBS News affiliate in Washington, D.C. I also uploaded a short YouTube video commentary later that same evening. Upon returning to my home in Raleigh, North Carolina, I soaked myself, I socked myself away for, for, for five days doing frame-by-frame analysis of my own videos. I then wrote and published on January 13, 2021, a 9,500-word opus to my blog detailing what I experienced on that day, titled, What I Saw on January 6th in Washington, D.C. He was a reporter. He literally did nothing wrong, and he's going to be charged. You think they're going to continue to allow me to do this? (laughs) 
You think the dickheads that are watching right now, sitting there, twiddling their thumbs like cowards, who would never fight you one-on-one, man-on-man? No, they'd do man-on-man with something else because they're all gay. You think they're going to let loudmouth, three-time felon, Jeremy Harrell, bump his gums about them? You got to be out of your mind. I'm waiting. But I got God. Who do they got? Who do they got? I support day one dictatorship. How about you? Eli says, I don't get God. I got God. Woo! It's my boy, producer Eli. So if I know that day one dictatorship is coming and you know that day one dictatorship is coming, do you think they know that day one dictatorship is coming? Let's find out. Liz Cheney's been talking about that I am also obsessed with is kind of what damage he could do within government without even necessarily breaking the law, like how he could use the levers of government to bend to his will. You've worked in government. What scares you the most? Well, the possibilities are almost limitless. And I spent nearly two years asking that question to people. And and I wrote it in this book, Blowback, but to try to paint that picture to try to understand what he would actually do by talking to all of my former colleagues at different departments and agencies under Trump and asking them that question, what will happen in a second term? The biggest concerns for me are on the national security side. I think Americans still don't understand the full extent of the president's powers and things Donald Trump could do, bubble wrapped in legalese that would be damaging to the republic. And one of those that I've noted is there's something in the White House called the Doomsday Book. And for the first time, DHS gave authorization for me to mention this publicly. Uh, and the fact that there are concerns that that book, which is supposed to be used to protect the country in instances of armed foreign invasion or rebellion, it's the president's most extraordinary powers could be picked up by Trump and used for domestic political purposes. He could invoke powers we've never heard a president of the United States invoke, potentially to shut down companies or turn off the Internet or deploy the U.S. military on U.S. soil. Uh, we don't know because, you know, the things that are in there, the emergency powers of the president aren't widely known to the American people. So that's a big worry for people like me and others about what he could do. But that weaponization of the government could extend across the interagency to places where we haven't seen it before, the Department of Education, the Department of Veterans Affairs, ways to wield that power and those budgets to help his allies and to hurt his enemies. And to be clear, those aren't just elites. To Donald Trump, his enemies include people who live in blue states. I remember him not wanting to deliver emergency aid to blue states because he didn't like them, because they didn't like him. I mean, Miles, the doomsday book, I think it's safe to say we don't want in Donald Trump's hands. Anthony, one of the There you go. Not only did they tell you what they plan on doing and what they have that they don't want him to get, but they are telling you that they are scared that he's going to come and be a day one dictator and shut them all down. I support day one dictator. We need Eli. We're going to make a shirt. That's what we're going to do. Everybody's going to walk around. I support day one dictator. People are going to be like, what do you mean? And I put in the chat that I really am sorry, folks, for, uh, for losing my cool with this today. Um, I'll let God judge me. 
You guys can remind me I shouldn't do it. I actually appreciate it. I actually do welcome it, to be honest with you. It does help having another, uh, having fellow Christians there calm us down when we get to that point. How can you not? <laughs> How can you not? Here's another reason that I support day one dictatorship. Go ahead and roll it. You can it. see still the priority is women and children, family units. A gentleman here with a very small child. Buenos of this? They don't the Aries. Pardon? Nicaragua. Nicaragua. See. Por qué vienes a Estados Unidos ahora? Thank, thank you. Okay. I was asking him why he's coming to the United States now. He says, thank you. And you can see these migrants coming, giving me a thumbs up sign. They don't the Aries? Venezuela. Okay, this group is largely Venezuela and Nicaragua. And, you know, this is going to go on now for the next several hours. And it's the numbers that are just unsustainable. In this sector last week, they have more than 17,000. Unclear what this week's going to bring. But one thing is guaranteed it's going to overwhelm agents in this sector. And it's also going to overwhelm those agents a thousand miles to my west in Lukeville, Arizona, where they're absolutely getting hammered as well. Guys? Yeah, they don't care. Sadly, Griff, they don't care in Washington. They're going on vacation. You don't care at Fox News, Brian Kilmeade, you loser. Loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. I love it. I love when I play clips from Fox News about the border. Like, you are part of this problem. You called the Arizona... um, uh, you called Arizona for, for Biden before there was 1% of the vote in. You couldn't wait to get rid of Trump. You're trying actively to stop him now while you sit there and piss and moan about the border, you cowards at Fox News. It, 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 it amazes. Do you know how many people that I know that still watch that trash hole? That still watch that today? Not even understanding that they're part of the problem and then sitting here pissing and moaning so they can get more views? Oh, look at this. This is terrible. You helped! And you're still helping. How about this? How about the fact that they found, Eli, 10 IED explosives at the border? Can we, can we say I'm ready for dictator, uh, day one dictatorship for that? 10 IEDs, explosives, that they found? What about the ones they didn't find? What about the ones that have found their way into America? Like the fentanyl that's killing us. Unbelievable. Right now, and a first on Fox Business exclusive. U.S. Customs and Border Protection are warning Border Patrol agents to be on the lookout for explosive devices after the Mexican military seized... 10 IEDs at the southern border. Fox Business's Hillary Vaughn breaking the news right now from Capitol Hill. Hillary. Good morning. Well, that's right. The um, Border Patrol agents are being warned to be on the lookout for these improvised explosive devices after the Mexican military seized 10 IEDs from the Mexico side of the U.S.-Mexico border. A federal law enforcement source shared with us the officer safety alert that went out to CBP agents this week, warning them to be careful and vigilant. The alert reads this, quote, agents should exercise extreme caution and should report any possible armed subjects 
objects approaching the border with possible explosive devices. This incident happened on Wednesday. Border Patrol agents basically stumbled upon a cartel turf war gunfight near the Tres Pilates Ranch east of the Sasabe Port of Entry, which is in Pima County, Arizona. They arrested a person on the U.S. side of the border who was armed with a loaded AK-47 rifle, two loaded AK magazines, loose rounds, and a handgun. That person told them there were 11 armed suspects nearby. Agents heard gunfire coming from the Mexico side, pulled back to a safer area. The Mexican military responded. That's when they found the 10 explosive devices filled with black powder and shrapnel. My law enforcement source says this ranch has a gap in the border fence that is typically used in the past to funnel drugs through, but now it's a magnet for the cartel to push people through. So this gunfight was essentially a gang war trying to fight for control over this gap in the fence. My source says this gap was just a spot in the border wall that was never completed. And it also goes to show just how increasingly dangerous it is for our law enforcement agents on the border, but also how lucrative human smuggling is for the cartel that they're willing to have these gunfights over small gaps in the fence to try to gain control and use that as a way to push their people through their paying customers through. Maria? So, Hillary, are the cartels uh, carrying the IEDs, these explosive devices, or are they putting them on migrants who are acting as if they're, you know, escaping uh, and wanting asylum? No, this was not a situation where it was placed on a migrant. It was coming through the border. It never made it to the U.S. side. This is just something that the cartels had on hand. Uh, this was not something that was used against Border Patrol agents or used in an effort to carry the way across the border. What and that makes it worse. Something that they just had on hand. I got to tell you, I spent time with Ben Berkham down um, on a rancher's land where the wall is, right? Where the wall is going through the rancher's land. And the rancher was driving us around. I have video footage of this. He was driving us around, showing us all the wasted resources, all the wasted panels that are just sitting on the ground rusting, all the millions of dollars of wire and, and, and things that you need to build. Um things that you would need to build the wall. And we're driving through his property, right? And I said to him, I go, so we looked down. Oh my gosh, a $500 donation just came in and I just saw it. And I know we had a $100 donation earlier too and I didn't know who it was from. We had VC11 with a $20 donation. ST Burger with a $20 donation. S. Finelli says, Merry Christmas, all glory to God, and donates $500 that nobody even has to even donate, but they do. <sighs> Thank you. I, I really do. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for keeping us going here. I think this is what we, like what I was meant to do and, and you guys continue to make it happen. So thank you. I really do appreciate it. And Merry Christmas to you. So um, I'm going to keep going though. So I'm driving with the, 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 the ranch owner and we see all these illegals coming up over the bank. And I go, you're just going to let them come up on your land? He goes, I can't do anything about it. I said, go push them back off across the other side. He goes, we can't. I said, what are you talking about? It's your land. Don't you have it posted private property? He says, we can't. I, I, I didn't understand that. I didn't understand that because I never, I never thought in my mind that you can't post private property and then shoot somebody who continues to break into it. And he goes, no, we can't even talk to them. Or it's like, we're impeding their free movement. I go, they don't have any. They're illegals. Because it doesn't matter. We've tried to build barriers. We've tried to stop them only to have law enforcement come and tear them down and, and threaten to arrest us. 
I said, on your own land? Yeah. I said, shoot them too. Shoot them too. Put your life at risk and go to the Supreme Court and argue that. Because these people are getting away with it because nobody will argue it. These people are getting, Border Patrol and Biden is getting away with this because nobody will take them to task. Everybody's afraid of dying or going to jail. Well, guess what? I'm rapture ready, baby. Put me there. Give me some land. I want a rancher to put me on the deed so that's part of my land and I'll sit there, I'll go to jail for it. How about that? I don't have a problem with it. Jeremy, the more energy you display on your show, the more donations increase. Well, I'm not doing it for that, but (laughs) wow. Thank you. I couldn't believe my ears when I heard that. I have the whole thing on video. Maybe I'll, Eli, we're going to have to find that video footage and put it all together so so that the people could see that I don't just sit my fat ass behind a camera and bump my gums. No, somebody said that, Eli. No, no, so not today. Somebody said that to me in a message to me, in an email. Not, on, not in the chat. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are uh, 17 minutes past the second hour. I see Rumble has us up and featured. I want to give a big shout out to Rumble. Thank you very much for that. We definitely love and support Rumble, uh, especially after I saw the correspondence when the UK government tried to get us shut down. And Rumble basically told them to pound sand in a nice official way. Oh, that's right. If you haven't heard that, the UK government sent Rumble an official um, demand. Yeah, that said that they want the following five shows taken off of Rumble. Russell Brandt was one. I was one. Uh, Andrew Tate was one. Uh, I think Steven Crowder might have been one. Not sure if he was one or not, but there was five. There was five people that the UK government demanded that Rumble take down or else they were going to work to ban Rumble in the UK. And I got a phone call that morning at like 6 a.m. from the peop- my, my guys at Rumble. And they said, uh, do you have time? Actually, it was a text message. Do you have time to talk? I said, not right now. Why? It's really important. Give us a call. I said, okay. I rushed out, grabbed my phone, called them, and I said, what's up? And they said, yeah, um, we got some good news and some bad news. The bad news is the UK is trying to get you to shut down. Me? Why me? I'm not even big. I'm not even huge on Rumble. What are you talking about? There's people way bigger than me. And they actually had clips. They actually had video clips, links to clips uh, that I said that, that, that they wanted me shut down for. And Rumble actually sent them back and basically said, we are a free speech platform. Uh, this is America. And uh, basically kindly, um, you know, F off. Huh? Yeah. And after that, I had a, such a big, big new re- found respect for Rumble. Because they walked the walk when it meant it. So, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what you're doing tomorrow at 10 a.m., but if I were you, I'd be locked and loaded right here on LFA TV for the best Trump rally coverage in the game. If you've not watched a Trump rally covered by LFA TV, then, ladies and gentlemen, you ain't lived. So, starting tomorrow, 10 a.m., we will be live in Durham, New Hampshire, myself, producer Eli and maybe a couple surprise guests to help us out with the rally outside with the people. Ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow, Trump rally, Durham, New Hampshire, right here in my live free or die state. Saturday, December 16th, Trump coverage starts at 10 a.m. from the Whitmore Center Arena in Durham, New Hampshire. You are not going to want to miss it again tomorrow. Don't watch all the other boring coverages, right? 
Well, hi, everybody. We're sitting here at the Trump rally, and it's a beautiful day here in New Hampshire. And uh, uh, look at the crowd. They're really fired up to Trump 24. Uh, let's go talk to some people. They walk over. Hey, why do you support Trump? The hell do you think I support Trump? Same reason you support him. What's making you come out here today? A rally. What do you like about President Trump? That he's not a communist. Cool. Let's go on to the next person. You, what do you think? That's not a rally. Ladies and gentlemen, when we do a rally, we're throwing out T-shirts. We're throwing out cards. We're throwing out bobbleheads. We're having a blast, ladies and gentlemen, because that is what we do. So tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check it out right here on LFA TV, the Trump rally. And myself, producer Eli, and like I said, some surprise guests will also be in the building. But ladies and gentlemen, before we get to that, I want to, uh, as since we're on our break here, we are 21 minutes past the second hour. I want to talk about the wellness company and the medical kit, folks, the emergency medical kit. Um, this is quickly, quickly, quickly becoming one of the fastest uh, growing pro- uh, companies in the world right now because everybody knows that all those good doctors were silenced and censored and suppressed and shut down, fired. Their medical license were taken around COVID because they tried to tell you this is not the way to to, to, to fight this disease. It's not the way. Hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, you know what I mean? This is the kind of stuff. Not putting people on ventilators and remdesivir. You know what I mean? The stuff that was actually killing people. Not getting vaccines. As a matter of fact, the wellness company has even, uh, ha- even now has um, medicine that will reverse the spike protein effects from people who were forced or coerced to take the vaccine. But outside of that, they have the medical emergency kit here. No more long wait lines in woke hospitals. No more wait lines with a mask on if you're vaccinated in a building waiting to get to see your physician so they can give you some uh, prescriptions so you can go get your prescription medicines just so you can drive down to the local woke CVS, right? And stand there with your mask on and listen to their crap too? No, ladies and gentlemen. Telehealth, virtual care, doctors, doctors that really care, all 50 states, peace of mind, with your medical kit today and your own prescriptions served right to your door. Go to TWC.health. That is TWC.health slash LFA. We see people in there just said today, I ordered mine yesterday. Amazing. Take things into your own hands. Like your over-the-counter stuff that you've constantly been giving your money to the pharmaceutical companies for for years, decades even. I have a headache. I need to go buy something at the store. Something for headache, migraines. Oh, look at that. It's made by Big Pharma. Oh, I'm sick. I need something from, oh, Big Pharma. Oh, I'm, my, I have aches and pains. My muscles hurt. My bones hurt. Big Pharma. Why? Because we've been conditioned and duped to do so for so long. Thank you, Thanson74. God bless you. From now on, everything that we get that's over the counter is going to be from CB Distillery because it's natural and it actually works. Okay, these people make money, not CBD distillery, the pharmaceutical companies, and the hospitals, they make money off your hurt and your pain. Go to CBDistillery.com today. Use promo code LFA. Get 15 percent off, ladies and gentlemen, and you can put a big dent in the pharmaceutical companies. Do it today. CBDistillery.com. Now. If you guys all saw the thumbnail today, I'm sure that there were some people that were offended by my thumbnail today. I hope you weren't, but I'm sure that there were, but it wasn't meant to be for people that actually have mentally handicapped issues. No, when I do this, it's when I'm talking about a Democrat. When I look like this, 
It's when I'm talking about a moron, like the Democrats. So my thumbnail today, I look like this, because I'm talking about the dumb, ridiculously embarrassing White House Christmas Cringemas. Eli was right. It's Merry Cringemas at the White House, ladies and gentlemen. Merry Cringemas. Did you guys see this? <laughs> oh, well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Joe Biden's very merry White House Cringemas. And I'm sorry. Roll it. and shut that off now because I can't watch it anymore. It's just really, look at this guy. What the hell is this guy doing? And what is he wearing? Anyway, folks, what you might not know about this group, this little bit of magic that happened in the the White House, Merry Cringemas. Well, ladies and gentlemen, a little bit about this group. Um, If you go to their website, they're called the Dorrance Dance, okay? D-O-R-R. A-N-C-E, Dorrance Dance, okay? And on the page, Educate Yourself, it reads, for those who are investigating or have questions about white privilege, systematic racism, white fragility, and anti-racism for the very first time, antiracismforbeginners.com answers all the basic questions in a very straightforward way. On the page, take action for justice and change. Quote, our promotions for prison and police abolishment. What is prison abolition? How do I become a police abolitionist? Dorica Purnell, human rights lawyer, wrote and linked the headline. Five ways white people can take action in response to white 
and state-sanctioned violence. The page features links to dozens of social justice warrior campaigns or justice campaigns for individuals in New York in the New York area for left-wing protesting organizations. The page ends with a quote by a 1960s, 70s communist, Angela Davis, quote, you have to act as if it were possible to radically transform the world, and you have to do it all the time. Well, that sounds like the Obamas, the transgender Michael Obama that looks, uh, that tries to look like a woman who's married to the gay Barack Obama, who was not born in the United States of America, by the way. By the way, if that's false, give me a cease and desist letter and sue me, you piles of trash, because this is the take the trash out episode. Now, if you compare that to Melania's White House Christmas, well, it actually was a White House Christmas, not a cringemas. Let's go back in time, shall we? Respect, honoring Jesus, the reason for the season, all of it. That's what we had with Melania. With Jill, we have a bunch of transgender, gay, lesbian, left-wing, far-left progressive activists who hate white people. This is a smack in the face to Christmas. They're doing it on purpose, and I guess we just let them. Right, Eli? Guess we just let them. Let's see what the LFA family thinks about those two performances back to back. Let's see. Actually looks like Christmas. Class versus classless. That's exactly right. A class act. Fabulous. Beautiful just like her. Class versus trailer trash. Trump is my president. Jesus is my savior. Evil versus elegance. I like that. Good one. Michelle is turning back into Mike. Yeah, because now they're going to have the freedom to do it, right? They've, they've uh, positioned and they've brainwashed and indoctrinated America enough to say that you can't say anything bad about trans people or else it's hate speech just so Michael could finally untuck what's been tucked up and finally just let it all hang out, right, Eli? Isn't there a song called that? going to let it all hang out tonight? That's Michael Obama's song. That's Michael Obama's song, and that's why they're doing it. I will guarantee you that before this is all over, Michael Obama will release that elephant trunk that is taped up and will fully become a man and wear a beard again because it's acceptable now. You see, they have to get America tuned and ready for that kind of stuff. They're sick in the head. How's their chef doing that you murdered? Come and sue me for that one too. Now, ladies and gentlemen... I want to talk about 
the mainstream media for a second, if I could. So let's switch gears here. I will ask if you're watching for the first time because we're uh, featured on the Rumble front page. Make sure you follow our channel here at LFA TV uh, exclusively on Rumble. We have shows all day from 9 a.m. until 11 p.m. at night, and then we run a replay of those shows throughout the evening. So no matter what, you will be locked and loaded right here to the truth, passion, and the American way. And you might get a Trump rally or two here and there. So we are quickly becoming the new mainstream. And so is everybody else. Tucker Carlson, Alex Jones is back, right? Mainstream me, PBD is taking over. Joe Rogan is completely red-pilled, all right? We are taking over mainstream media. But somebody who truly is set out to take down mainstream media and make it his, his, uh, his uh, female dog, well, that's Tucker Carlson, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to pull this up on the screen for you. Tucker Carlson decided to rent a bunch of these trucks for Washington, D.C., New York City, and a couple other places, and he parked these trucks, TCN, corporate media is dead, outside of the Washington Post, the New York Times, and other far-left major mainstream publications as basically a, I don't know, a statement that says we're coming for you. You ask me, that's what he's doing. Tucker also spoke to the Daily Mail in an exclusive interview about his new network and had a straightforward message to the legacy media. You're doomed. You're doomed. They are doomed. And on some level, they know they're doomed, which is why they're absolutely hysterical, which is also why MSNBC is freaking out because they know that Donald Trump is going to shut them down as well. The era of dominance and lies by big media companies, Silicon Valley, big tech companies, and um, uh, government institutions being able to take control over the information and tell us what they want us to hear, that's over. It's done. It's gone. Bye, bye, bye. I'm sure we got a lot of sound bites for that, don't we, Eli? Let's go ahead and do that right now. How about this one? Another one bites the dust. Oh, I like that one. Another one bites the dust. How about this one? How about this one? How about this one? How about this one? I gotta tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it's a good time to be alive. It's a good time to be alive because those social media companies, those mainstream media companies, what they don't know is that we're not only hot on their tail, but every single time we see you in the field now, you know what we're going to do? You guys remember when we were down in Miami for Trump's arraignment? You remember when um, the New York Times came up to me and we're like, ooh, because I was getting in everybody's face down there, you know, the fat guy who sits behind the screen and does nothing. Um, the New York Times came up to me down there. Remember that, Eli? And they're like, blah, 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 blah. I didn't hear anything they said. But when they you know, put the microphone in my face. I answered the question. And then I said, asked a question back, remember? And the New York times reporter was like, um, yeah, I don't, I don't have an opinion. And I said, what are you stupid or something? You don't have an opinion. What's wrong with you? You're not an adult. You're not a free American. What do you mean? You don't have an opinion. I said, that's the difference between me and you. I said, I'm a reporter. I'm here with a network. And guess what? I have an opinion. You're a reporter and you're here with a network and you have no opinion. That means you're a slave, lady. She didn't want to hear all that stuff. Remember that, Eli? Jeremy, don't you have another song coming out? Not quite yet. 
but we're getting there. So big shout out to Tucker Carlson for letting them know we're coming for you. We are coming for you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to switch gears here. And I want to talk about Chicago for a minute. So as you guys know, we've been showing you a lot of videos lately. And and big shout out to Ben Berkham and a couple of our other journalist friends who are out on the street getting us the stories. Um, We've been showing you videos of people in New York and Chicago telling you that they're ready to rise up against the Democrats, that they're no longer getting the black vote. They're no longer getting the brown Latino vote. And you even saw that one gentleman in Chicago say, Trump, come down here. We'll get thousands behind you. Let's march down the city streets of Chicago and let them know we're taking it back. And I just got so much inspiration from that. I got goosebumps from that. I just absolutely loved seeing so many people start coming together and not allow these mainstream networks or these big tech social media companies lie to them any longer because that's exactly what we've dealt with for so long. So just when you thought Chicagoans were rising up, they take freedom and democracy and our constitutional republic away from the citizens of Chicago and they will not even give them a chance to vote or weigh in on whether they want to stay a sanctuary city or not. Chicagoans do not want to be a sanctuary city anymore because they're quickly becoming New York City. Mayor Eric 8th grade Adams wanted them in. This idiot that's a mayor now in Chicago, him and his predecessor wanted them in, and now they're dealing with it. So when Chicagoans came to say, we don't want to be a sanctuary city no more, they were shut down and said, you don't have a voice. Roll it of heated debate, the Chicago City Council has rejected a bid to ask voters to weigh in on the city's sanctuary status. Tia Ewing's in Studio 32 with what could be next here. Tia. Well, Anthony and Natalie, it's like the end to the saga. Many Chicago residents feel like they should have a say on if the city should continue to be designated a sanctuary city or not. The question appearing on the ballot fell flat and it's likely to stay that way. There were a lot of opinions from the gallery during the city council meeting. Repealing the ordinance will do nothing to stop the buses from coming to from coming or end the end the need that the migrants present. So this is how it all went down in a 31-16 vote. Majority of city council opted not to allow voters to say yes or no on if Chicago should continue its designation as a sanctuary city. Two more votes in favor were needed to suspend the rules and move forward to this question that was drafted. Should the city of Chicago limit its designation as a sanctuary city by placing spending limits on its public funding. The issue is now dead and likely won't appear on the ballot in March. It's now in the hands of the Rules Committee. They meet again in the new year. One of the resolution sponsors, Alderman Anthony Beal, sounded off before the meeting was adjourned. What are you scared of to let the people have a voice? What are you scared of? The truth? Are we scared of the truth here? Are are we afraid that the people are going to tell us that we are spending money frivolously in this body? 
Now, as it stands right now on the ballot in March, there are two questions. There is room for a third, but the deadline for the question to make the ballot is January 2nd. The only way that this could possibly happen is if another special meeting is called. And I got a chance to talk to some members of city council and they don't believe that will happen. So we need another city meeting to be called in Chicago. If you live in the second city of Chicago, then maybe, maybe it's time to start making some noise to get that question on the ballot. You have until the beginning of January to get that third question on there. I highly, highly suggest you doing that. Angel Girl says, Jeremy, thanks for being just you. A lot of people don't understand you like they don't understand Trump. And I get it. I get it. I know that there's people here that say, you know what, I'll never watch you again. You scream too much. I get it. Look, I get it. 100%. It's not your cup of tea anymore. I get it. Some days are like that. Some days aren't. It's just the way it is. Now, moving on. Yesterday, we got some really good news, folks, about the nativity scene. Now, if you guys watched the program yesterday, you know that a, uh, a town in eastern Iowa called Toledo, Iowa, had removed the nativity scene, um, and the fire department removed it, and the reason why was because it is a religious... Um, a religious statement and freedom of religion. And too many people were upset about the Christmas nativity scene. So they just said, you know what? By pressure, we'll take it down. Remember that? Well, then we called by the thousands. And I bet you we weren't the only network or influencer or content creator that had their audience do this. But I know darn well for sure, ladies and gentlemen, that you and I called in yesterday by the thousands from here on LFA. And do you know that by Kevin's end of Kevin's show, they had already replaced it. I mean, they'd already put it back up. Now, from what I understand, they didn't put it back up in the same spot. That I've not been able to confirm yet. If anybody else has been able to confirm that, um, then let me know. But the people in the chat were the first ones to let me know about it. I did look it up. I did reach out, and they did set it up. But from what I understand, it's not in the same exact place as it was the first time the good news i guess um would lfa without lfa would you people be i'm just saying says nancy oh yeah i know i know and and you know what it's not because of me it's because of god putting us in this position and giving us this great people to work with uh but the good thing about it is ladies and gentlemen um is the 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 nativity scene is back up now I want to go and I want to talk a little bit about that. Something that God told me this morning when he was convicting me and telling me I was a hypocrite on some other things at 1.30 this morning, and that's a whole other story. Please refer back to Rise Up to see that story. Pretty crazy. Um, But I got to thinking about something, and God said to me, he goes, because they said that the nativity scene is clearly a Christian symbolism. I beg to differ. I beg to differ. I don't believe it is a Christian symbolism. I believe it is a historical symbolism. And I think if we can start proving that the Bible is true historically and that historians and scientists have had to go to the Bible in order to find geographical locations of things that they want to dig up or go find, and those things were there, and they could not find them without looking at the Bible, I think you can start saying that the Bible is not only 
a spiritual, living, breathing book in the word of God. But you can also say that it is a historical document of 100% accuracy. And if you are going to destroy historical documents and you're going to go and destroy history, well then, I think your problem is with the truth and not somebody's faith. Because the Bible is 100% a historical book. And everything that's in that Bible can be backed up and verified by history, eyewitness testimonies, and writings that aren't even in the B-I-B-L-E. So I think we can start saying that, no, this is not a, this is not a, religious, a religious statement. This is celebrating history because that happened. Now, we know that it's a Christian. I, obviously, it's a Christian symbol, right? Because we're celebrating, I don't know, Christmas the birth of Christ. But if you really want to get technical, prove to me that it's not historically accurate. Prove to me that that didn't happen because I'm celebrating history and you can't stop that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk about a satanic after-school program since we're talking about faith. And I think, and these are breaking out all over the country right now. 2023 will go down in history as a wild one for sure. According to school officials, an after-school Satan club plans to offer activities to children at a Tennessee elementary school after Christmas break, CBS reports. The Satanic Plant Temple plans to host the club at Chimney Rock Elementary School in Cordova, Tennessee. You hear that, Sean Farish? Sean Farish? Chimney Rock Elementary School in Cordova, Tennessee. It will begin meeting on January 10th. I think we can screw that up. Eli, can you write this down? January 10th, Chimney Rock Elementary School, Cordova, Tennessee. I think we need to be there and live stream from there. What about you? It will begin, it's on January 10th, Eli, in the school's library and run through the spring semester, according to an announcement on social media yesterday. As one can imagine, some of the locals aren't thrilled about the idea of an after-school Satan club. Reverend Bill Adkins, pastor of Greater Imani Church, says he believes in the First Amendment, but he is literally, but but his liberality is being challenged. I'm sorry. We cannot allow any entity called Satanic Temple to have private time with our children. I can't go into the school building and pray, but yet we can rent a facility to the Satanic Temple and they can give a party for children. It's ridiculous and absurd. I hope he's there. I hope he's there. This is going to spread like wildfire. If they are able to get into one school, how many other schools are they plotting? We have people in the chat that said it's going on in their neighborhoods. Satanism is not a religion. It is a spit in the face to a religion. And they're using freedom of religion to do it. But guess what? We the people are the the ones in charge of this country. And we're going to shut that down. Now I want to give a big shout out to the next guy. How many people know of a man named Michael Cassidy? I'll put him on the screen for you. This man right here is a hero. That's what he is. This man right here went into the Capitol in Iowa and beheaded the satanic temple's little ritual they had 
that Governor Kim um, Reynolds was too weak to remove. This man went in there and beheaded it and said, I don't give a crap. This is not going to happen. How much do you think God is going to be with that man now? Now, Michael Cassidy, after beheading the monument of Satan inside the Iowa State Capitol building, is now having charges pressed against him from the Satanic Temple of Iowa. If there was anybody that I wanted to charge me with something, it would be the Satanic Temple. I say go to your go to your state buildings, anywhere where there's a Satanic Temple like this and behead the thing. And if they start doing it to Jesus, well let God have his wrath on them, but we'll stand in front of those statues and we'll do whatever we can to stop them because this is Uh, a war against good and evil, folks. And I know what side I'm on. And no man-made laws and no man-made cops are going to stop me from beheading a satanic uh, symbol when I see one. As a matter of fact, Eli, is there one up on the, is there one up on Broad Street? Did that little pussbag Sam Clay get one up there? I think there is something. I think there is something. If so, I'm going to go rip it out of the ground and I'll go to jail for it. This show, I'll rip it out of the ground and I'll go to jail for it. I don't know if it's up there. I know it was up there a couple years ago, but I think his loser butt gave up on it. Anyway, the Smarty Award of the day, ladies and gentlemen, goes to Mr. Michael Cassidy, whom I believe is now running for office, so definitely vote Michael Cassidy in Iowa. Get that man a job. Here's a big shout-out to Charlie Kirk because Turning Point USA is proud to pledge $10,000 to his legal defense fund. Here on Live from America, we will also pledge money to that defense fund. We're going to reach out to Michael Cassidy. We're going to get him on the show, and we're going to see how we can help him, okay? Because I'll, I'll behead every single one of those satanic ritualistic things if I see him. How about you? Let me know in the comment thread if you plan to stand up and fight against this evil. Now, speaking of evil, as we are now 50 minutes into the second hour, and I do not have a lot of time left, how many of you feel like throwing up right now. You feel like throwing up? Because I can put something on the screen that might make you throw up. Well, he goes by the name of Kevin McCoward, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to give you the, the last two minutes of his last farewell speech to Congress. You play that? The legacy there it is. will be about the ones I see who serve here now. And I know the potential of what they will do. Sure. I know the potential of this nation. Do you? I am so thankful to be given the opportunity to serve. (laughs) I will be departing, but that doesn't mean I'll stop serving. Those across this nation should join together to become those citizen legislators. Who does this guy think he is? We cannot let this body fail to do the jobs They're so most basic that we should do every day. And we should never allow this body to stop for doing what is right. So if you come across that question of whether you should do what's right out of fear of losing your job, Mm. do it anyways. Mm. Because it's the right thing to do. And this is what the nation requires. All right, I'm done hearing that loser for a minute. How about you? Uh, here's what I heard, ladies and gentlemen, and here's what I have to say about that. Ready? said, 
is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. Bye, 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 Kevin McCarthy. Hey, don't let the door hit you, Eli, where the good Lord splits you. Who cares? Nobody. Moving on. Before we end the show today, folks, I've got two great things to show you, so don't go anywhere. But that almost put me to sleep. And I can tell you this. If I was wearing anything from Cozy Earth while he was giving that god-awful, boring, lame speech, I would be asleep. You know what? It would be even better if I was wearing my Cozy Earth pajamas, laying in my Cozy Earth um, sheets, but sleeping on a my pillow. and Kevin McCarthy starts talking, I'm out. Ladies and gentlemen, you can get 40% off all of your Cozy Earth bedding. Bedding sheets made from bamboo. And if you've not treat, ever treated yourself to something like that, well, you're going to get 40% off to do so today on CozyEarth.com. Up to 40% off everything else and 40% off Stern for all betting. If you go to CozyEarth.com today, they say it gets better with every wash, and they dare you to wash it 100 times and tell them different. They want to pamper you from 6 p.m. till 8 a.m. So go to CozyEarth.com. Use promo code LFA today and get yourself into a nice pair of luxury pajamas or laying on some nice luxury sheets, folks, that normally we can't afford, but you can now through the Christmas season with 40% off CozyEarth.com. And let's not forget, we saved the last for the best. And as our friends over at OFP Farms, how many of you in the chat thread have already bought yourself some OFP Farms? How many of you have dared to put that, you know that, remember that chip commercial, Eli, uh, Lay's, you can't only eat one, remember? Well, OFP Farms is like that, folks. You can't just open that bar of soap and put it on one time. You're going to want to keep doing it. And then you're going to go, I'm never buying Irish Spring or Dove or any of those other loser soaps again because you start realizing what they have in them. Same thing with the deodorants and the shampoos. None of that. All goat milk products, all made with love and passion, packaged with passion as well right there in the small farm that gives you big love. And they put them in these beautiful boxes for Christmas and everything, and you can get 20% off today by going to OFPFarms.com using the promo code LFA20 to get 20% off at purchase. LFA20 to get 20% off. And you know what, Denise and Corey? I think you should make that part of your slogan, right? Packaged with passion. Produced and packaged with passion. That should be your slogan. And that's free. You're welcome. OFPFarms.com. LFA20. Now, Eli, um, you, gave me a, uh, you gave me a sound bite a while back. And I'd like to play that right now for the fans. By the way, whatever happened to Hunter? Where the hell is he? Where's Hunter? Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's a question that Donald Trump may be asking come January of 2024. Hunter Biden says, I mean, January of 2025, Hunter Biden says that he's considering fleeing the country. That's right. Which would make him a a fugitive, a fugitive from justice, which means we can get you anywhere. Hunter Biden says he's considering fleeing the country if Trump wins in 2024. 
That's right. He's out there on some kind of a tour saying that Republicans want to kill him because it would be the worst thing that ever happened to his father. Oh, oh. I just got to tell you, you go out there and be as smart as a black person and white as a black person. Hunter Biden has reportedly hinted that he is considering leaving if Donald Trump becomes president again. Yes, the resident's son is currently facing uphill legal battles and coke problems and everything else. Now he's going to have a, um, a contempt of uh, Congress charge. What they're trying to do to me is kill me, he says in his nasally pussy voice, knowing that they will be far much more greater pain to my father than anything that he'll be able to handle. He says if Donald Trump becomes president, it'll be a nonstop persecution of him and his innocent family, and he has to run. By the way, whatever happened to Hunter? Where the hell is he? Where's Hunter? Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. Hunter, you can run. You can smoke crap. You can have sex with prostitutes and you can launder money. But you can't hide from the MAGA train. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. And now I figured I would leave this last and little bit for you guys to laugh at. Since it's Christmas, and since it's the end of the week, and next week is the last week we're going to have before Christmas, well, ladies and gentlemen, you're welcome. Merry Christmas. I'm not, I'm not a candidate. Rob's catastrophic campaign has been delightful As Casey's holiday brows get more frightful As they keep burning through never-Trump dough more shitty pulls, shitty pulls, shitty pulls. Gene <laughs> DeSantis is angry and infighting. Outside the state of voters, Casey's inviting. Daily sinking to historical lows. More shitty pulls, shitty pulls, shitty pulls. <laughs> we will never stop mocking your high. Oh my god. Creepy faces so out of the norm. You underestimated MAGA's mind. We'll break you like Ted Cruz and you'll conform. We laugh as never back down is dying. It's slowly to realize as you were lying. There's a price for selling out your Come on, everyone. Shippy polls, shippy polls, shippy polls. Ho, 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 ho. A merry mega Christmas to America from the Dilly Meme team. Gotta love the Dilly Mean team for that one. Shiffy polls, shiffy polls, shiffy polls. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you all very much. And I want to remind you that if you get to JeremyHarrell.com or LFATV.us soon, you can get your Rapture Ready long sleeves. You can get your Rapture Ready t-shirts and you can get your Rapture Ready sweatpants delivered to you by Christmas if you order by the 17th, that's right, by the 17th, you can order your rapture-ready gear to get there on Christmas by going to jeremyherald.com or lfatv.us. And while you're there, folks, consider becoming a one-time or a monthly donor because we are a viewer-funded network and show, and we love it that way. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for being here today. We've got Loud Majority coming up next here at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with our great friend, Kevin Smith. Matter of fact, with some breaking news from the border and Alan Jacoby after that at 3 p.m. Ladies and gentlemen, keep your families close. Keep a smile. Actually, you know what? There are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one 
Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your heads up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I want to remind you tomorrow, folks, do not forget we've got the Trump rally here in Durham, New Hampshire, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hopefully we see you there. If we don't, hopefully we'll see you online. And remember this, folks, keep a smile on your face. Okay? Always. Keep your families close. And whatever you do, never, ever, ever stop spreading the gospel. It is that important. I love you guys. God bless you. And have a good day. Stop screaming that we first in America